in a galaxy far, far away. Jake. Hey, wait. What? No, no. They. Sorry. Uh, what, what, what? We're talking about my show. Welcome back. It's me, I'm Mario, and my show. Don't evolve me. Where Pikachu sucks. I hate Ash's Pikachu. And then I brought my guest back, Jake. Uh, how's it going today, Jake? I guess I'm the guest. What do you mean, guess? He's the guest. He's always been the guest. <laughs> whenever I host. What are you talking about? Oh, I just, I just. Uh... I am now the host of the show. This is the different universe where it's hot as hell up here. In the studio, and we're making Jake suffer for this episode. But welcome Sounds to the show. Right. Welcome, welcome back. Um, well, thank you. Thanks for you having came, me. I'm surprised you came back to my show. That's great. I should give you the outline then. I have the outline. Where did you get the outline from? <laughs> Just I created it this morning. <laughs> oh, sure you did. Oh, he's cute. Jake's cute. But anyway, he has his own outline. He has his own plan. But let's get to the show. Cue the music. Well, welcome back, Jake. Uh, so what are you nerded out on? What? That, yeah, that's it. We're just going to go right into it. It's my show. Let's get going. You're not going to say, hey, welcome to Don't Evolve Me? No, I said that already. Don't you remember that? Yeah. Ash's Pikachu kind of sucks. <laughs> he learns everything. You got to say the thing. You gotta say welcome no, to this the, is my show. Is, what are you doing? You got to say welcome to Don't Evolve Me. No, I, we don't. No. We're like Ash's. My show. Ash Ketchum's Pikachu. Remember, we don't evolve. It's we my just podcast. up. If you want to create your own podcast, Jake, you go create your own podcast. This is, this is my, my podcast. <laughs> what are you nerding out on? <laughs> you got to like intro people into it. That is... No, we have the oh. cold open, and then it's the music, and then you got to intro into it. What are we doing? That's what we do with your podcast. I just go right for it. I shoot from the hip, and I'm like Han Solo. I'm amazing. I just do and go. I mean, it's, you're, it's a good reference for Star Wars, but this is we're doing prequels. Yeah, but... Yeah, you got to do a prequels reference. Shoot like the hip like Boba Fett. Snipe it from along like Boba Fett. No, that's Django Fett. Wow, I ruined it. Yeah, right. there you go. That's ex- that's why I'm the host I of the went show. Originally. Jake doesn't know shit. So you're talking to the person that knows the stuff, and the Han Solo one was good, the shoot from the hip. Everybody had to like that. It, it's it's good. It's good. Just, you know. Yeah, we do. Too soon. Do I have? No, no. It's my show. I do what I want. <laughs> Actually, the first thing is show me your socks slash show what, me your wares. What, what, what would you do if you were hosting the show? What would that intro look like? Um, you just listen to any other episode and you'll know. <laughs> yeah, but well, this is my first episode. Anyway, we'll allow it. But I think we're going to ask first, what are you nerding out on? <laughs> it's already been asked. All right, nerding out on. I've been, ner- well, the last how many episodes I've been talking about this is Zelda. Tears of the Kingdom, uh, you just got back into it. Found out you can buy and uh, build your own house, so I've been just doing that. Oh, no. It's like your Minecraft game all over again. It is like Minecraft. I haven't played Minecraft in a while. Impossible. I just haven't. Too big of Minecraft. Yeah, I take breaks. That's fair. Otherwise, uh, Pokemon So you can build go. your own house in Zelda? I haven't played it yet. Mm-hmm. Mainly because I haven't played I don't really play video games during the summer. Summer's not the video game time for me. As soon as, you know, October hits, 
that's when I do all my ketchup and the seven months of cold that we live here. The miserable, miserable, miserable. Just like this uh, studio right now. <laughs> Except warm. opposite. All right, what have you been already going on? Oh, for me, I biggest nerd out thing is uh, this time of year, I'm always like got the nickname nature boy i'm always out going out for hikes and seeing water and stuff like that Uh, i've been going out more and more trying to see new places coolest thing you've seen this summer the coolest thing i've seen this summer uh, i think it's gonna be a scaled a mountain that was 70 degrees so like a a true scale of a mountain but it was 70 degrees at a well the tip tilt but it was you know, I can't show you guys a picture, I guess, what that looks like. And kind of climbing up the rock pat- platform mm-hmm. for a couple thousand feet was pretty cool. Nice. Um, the other coolest thing I've probably seen was uh, just, uh, I don't know, me in the mirror. You ever seen that? That's pretty cool. Oh, man. <laughs> 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 All right. All right. That didn't get you. I don't know. You uh, guys can leave the podcast right then and there because well, that was great. <laughs> Well, show me your wares. We're both lacking this. Cause I don't really... You have your socks. What's your socks? Oh, the show me my wares? Yeah. Uh, I thought I was... This is my show. I'm supposed to ask you. Show me your wares. That's right. Jake didn't wear Jack. Nope. I brought out the lightsabers. Yeah. I got some did, Darth Vader did, comics. He did bring out the I lightsabers. I got all the prequel characters that I have for Pops. Technically, Baby Yoda was during the prequels. Yeah, tech, yeah, yeah, that's true. You got Concept Yoda, Darth Maul, Darth Vader, Chewbacca. I think that's the only ones that really... But he's not fit. wearing any of that trash panda. <laughs> he's got the... He's wearing a Rex 100 shirt. I don't even know what that even means. Granite Company. Oh, it's the company my dad works for. From 1921 to 2021. They must have right. went under or something. Mm-hmm. Like they died. Well, they make gravestones. That's fitting. Oh, 100 years, 1921 to 2021. That makes more sense. All right. Rex 100. Gotcha. Should we get into the news? We need to talk about my socks. All right. Tell me your socks. (laughs) You calm down. This is my show. Don't you forget it today. (laughs) My socks are... uh, Anybody know that character named Bingo? Where he's from? Any guesses? Any guesses? Bingo? Do you know where Bingo's from? No. Oh, I have socks that Jake wouldn't even understand. Bingo, Dino DNA, you know Bingo, Mm -mm. you know the DNA little dude from Jurassic Park, Bingo. Oh, nice! Like it's all about that Dino DNA, and then they go through that weird like video montage. (laughs) (laughs) That little Bingo guy. That's a deep dive sock. It is, but it's awesome. All right, guys, you want to move us on for uh, news quickie? Actually, I already. No, no, no. What are you talking, Jake? It's news to me. This is my show. <laughs> so, news to me. We got all sorts of topics. Uh, I think Jake's going to run with it, though. So, <laughs> Yeah, I got them all. All right, Witcher 3, Volume 1 and Volume 2 is out. And apparently it's very disappointing. I haven't watched well, it. Well, I mean, I've watched Volume 1. Not 2 yet, because obviously you know, it just came out. Like, yes, or Season 3? Yeah, I watched oh. Volume 1. What did you think of Volume 1? I haven't watched it. I actually haven't watched Season 2. I'm behind. I think you can tell that Henry Cavill didn't agree what was going to happen. 
Okay. And they kind of they faded the Witcher off a little bit this season, I think, more than what could have been more about the Witcher. So I kind of agree why Henry Cavill stepped out, which you can also see in his acting a little bit, though, which yeah. also goes in the other characters. What aren't as, you know, I mean, they're good. Apparently he was uh, disappointed that the stories being told weren't, like, part of the books and the games. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. They're going it. off their own path a little tangent, and that stresses me out. Yeah, it's one of the. Like, I heard that. I'm like, wait, why? You have all this great source material. Why are you telling your own story? And they're, they're telling their own love story and connection rather than the actual story of The Witcher, which. And The Witcher and, uh, and then Siri and all that stuff. So it's, yeah. it's. I can see why Henry Cavill was like, yeah, this isn't The Witcher. This is not how you should be taking it and why you would want to step off the project. Was it horrible, though? Was it like, oh, this is trash? No, I don't think that. It's still, still entertaining, but I can definitely see where he was like deuces yeah i don't agree and which makes me respect i don't know if everybody knows henry cavill's a huge nerd so yeah yeah and i, I like it i like that the an actor is like no i'm not going to do this project if you're not going to be faithful to the source material i'm all like i'm all fine and dandy for shows that take their own path and tell their own story yeah. as long as it makes the lore of like what you're telling better Last yeah. of Us. If it, it, yeah, if it enhances kind of some of the lore or like you bring more aspects into it. Oh, uh, I mean... Uh, visualizing the world a little bit more than a video game could. In me and Brandon life. mentioned this in the podcast we did earlier this week where we were talking about Invincible, how they changed up the story around a little bit. And like how they changed up the story added to the show. It yeah. made it better. Instead of telling the big twist um, with Omni-Man... They didn't. They didn't wait. How many episodes to do it? They told it right away. But instead of like being a shock reveal, like in the comics, which the comics did a good job of it, but they made it more of a hey, audience, you know what's up. But you, the whole season's about this yeah. moment. Like it builds up the intensity. Like exactly. hey, the most powerful man on earth is actually there to conquer it. That's why I don't mind when Marvel sometimes goes off script or at the beginning. They're getting a little bit weird now. Well, like Civil War. Like, it's like the yep. movie. It literally its own story just kept the theme of the comic and arguably told a better story than it did in the comics. Yeah. The story, of, the story of the Civil War isn't great. The premise is what's amazing. Yeah, and they pulled that off really well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree. That's why The Witcher, it's, it's tougher when you're so far off the story. It kind of mood killy i mean especially when you know and you know the background you know why he's leaving too i don't think that helps people's view and perspective that's why i think they're giving a little bit worse rating than what it was but i still thought it was pretty decent i'd give it a three plus i mean and you haven't seen it yet so yeah which are I'd, i'm gonna watch season four with liam just because henry's gone i know i shouldn't because i really like henry i like want to watch it but the first season like the first season i watched was such a weird way of like narrative structure yeah like, it's time. still it, it's yeah like, it didn't make sense. I didn't mind it. I didn't hate it. I'm like, every episode, I just kind of treat... Instead of, like, being this narrative season where, like, it all builds... Yeah, different time-lapse, pull it together at the end is nice. Yeah. So, but I don't know. I'm like, I'm, after playing Witcher 3, I really want this, like, the story and more Witcher. But then hearing, you know, season 2 thought... Or started season 2, was very bored by it. But, y'all, let's talk about something more exciting. All right. News to me, not yours, my show. I got the next... The got, Boys trailer. Ayo! Wait, the boy, when, whoop, whoop, did that whoop. come out today? The boys. It was like yesterday or something like that. The All teaser right. trailer? 
How dare you? I didn't see it. This I didn't guy. hear about it. See, this is why it's my show exactly. <laughs> I know about the good stuff you guys want to hear about. I am the show. I'm the great creator of Bringing Beans. All right. Uh, How has he not watched this, guys? Light him up in the comments. Go get this guy. Put him on blast. I haven't seen it yet. I'm excited for it. The boys. Whenever they does come out, I'm excited for it. All right. Another show that's out just came out with your boy Anthony Mackie, a.k.a. The Falcon, a.k.a. You know, Captain America. Yeah, yeah. Twisted Metal is out on Peacock. Yeah, if only I had all and these appara- services. And apparently it's great. Apparently Dang it, it's I don't have Peacock. I think, I, I think I'm going <laughs> to watch it. That's my boy. I think I'm actually going to watch it. I love Anthony Mackie. Oh, man. Because uh, Twisted Metal is such a just, like, it, it apparently it goes through, it's like a zany story. It's like a buddy yep. comedy a little bit. I'm like, all right, I actually want to watch that movie. Share your Peacock login with me. Before you, you can lose that ability like Netflix, you know. <laughs> I need All to right. watch it. I'm going to skip this one because we're going to lead into it. Barbie's doing great at the box office. Oh, what happened to Oppenheimer? Barbie. Yeah, Barbie is doing great. I Oppenheimer does seem good. I think I'm going to wait on that one. Barbie, I, I'm i intrigued by the concept of Barbie. It reminds me of the Lego movie. It does remind me of the Lego movie, and it sounds really exciting and entertaining, but Oppenheimer, man. The history of World War, the bomb. It seems exciting. How and dare you? How does that sound more exciting than but Barbie, that? <laughs> Barbie dominated. But I see a lot of, I see like a lot of like, like That's because people look at the history and stuff, they're like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> New, funny, good, casual. Like, I was like all for the history of World War Two, and I'm a huge history buff well, in that kind of series. speaking so. of bombs, DC is about to drop one. Uh-oh. Uh, Blue Beetle is predicted to bomb at the box office uh, for no a third straight way. movie. I think everyone really? saw this coming. I think even if the last two movies, my did mind good, is so blown right now. <laughs> I couldn't see this coming. Who knew? Did you watch that Flash movie? I did. That was garbage. You thought I put? It, I gave it a four minus. The what? Yeah, I thought it was great up until the end. <laughs> He's just blank staring at me. This needed a moment of silence. That movie was trash. <laughs> I, Holy it, it smokes. Got there. It got there. I thought it was great. I watched Split Flash before Across the Spider-Verse. So I, I actually like appreciated their multiverse Maybe concepts. Maybe because you did that. I did the reverse concept. I watched oh, yeah. the Spider-Verse, then I watched the Flash, and I was like, whoa, this is... Then, but we watched the, uh, Across the Spider-Verse first yeah. together. And like after watching that movie, I think I even made the comment to you. I'm like... Oh, I understand why people think The Flash is trash because this movie's so fucking good. This movie just like blows you out of the water with its multiverse tale, and The Flash does some cheap nostalgic bullshit. Yeah, The Flash had way too much nostalgia that gives way too much love. Like, but Keaton is Batman, all that. And I was like, did, did he be act as Batman? Is Batman acting Batman? It was horrible. It was a horrible Batman. It, would, it was nothing good came out of that movie they could have done more I don't know I thought it, like for the expectations I had where was the reverse flash and all this like they're like yeah, no that's it's him too. it's fine like what you, you yeah. could have just made a reverse flash villain. it what? had no flash villain yeah that just two flashes trying to change history of the past to keep his like, the whole thing is flawed Ezra Miller who should have been cancelled yep actually did a fucking good job in that movie like he made me feel something oh yeah, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> we have All a different right. view on that. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on. We can talk Flash in a whole different episode. Yeah, different episode. All right. Team and T. I did watch that trailer. Did you watch that one? 
I did watch that trailer. It looks good. Yeah. You don't think so? I'm hesitant just because there's. I mean, I'm hesitant too, but it, like the claymation kind of weird. The animation is weird, but we also thought Spider Verse was kind of weird, and it was great. That's that's where I'm like, maybe it's I think be they, good. I think they're really <laughs> copying Spider Verse. However, like I think it makes sense because TMNT is technically based on the comics, and I like that they're using their comics as reference. Yeah, which I think should be a good reference. That's why I don't mind it. And then you get to see what they're doing with the Spider Verse. Like that, just like man, amazing. You gotta wait till March. Are you kidding me? All right, last maybe one. Later. And this is gonna tie into our thoughts. We really gotta get the Star Wars though. Secret Invasion is done, and MCU is continuing to underwhelm in Phase Four and Five. I don't understand why this one had so much potential. The good start, I liked it. It was very dark and gritty. It has had a story they could have built, and then again, just they they, they kind of Mandalorian it. I uh, like, yeah, we can go all these directions. They, yeah, they went like the laziest route. It seems yep. like we went super lazy. Like at least story-wise, narrative like they just went lazy. I did like they that. did six episodes. It's kind of like, hey, we're doing a thing. And it's like, hey, oh, okay. What's it about? What's exciting? What's the story? You can get a decent. Then they set up the story and they do the basic, yes, basic, basic. Well, thing. if someone's like, hey, there's gonna be uh, super scrolls. Somebody you know is gonna die. Multiple people you know is gonna be uh, replaced by scrolls, and we're gonna completely. Uh, you know, it was take the power structure, and we're going to change the power like hierarchy in the MCU. Yeah. You'd be like, God, and oh, also Samuel Jackson's Nick Fury is the lead. You'd be like, God damn, I'm in. And yet, it's just like you watch and you're like, oh, okay. it was so predictable. It's kind of I'm just like meh. Like I'm like two plus maybe. Yeah, this is where I go with like that. And, and Maybe a three minus. Kevin Feige, who did and Kevin Feige and, the, and stuff like that. I think it's getting too much in his head already. He's trying to create something too big, and maybe they just got to take a step back. And they and they are Bobby. You're talking about this, the CEO of Disney. Yeah, they're talking about stepping back from the shows and doing movies and really focusing on making a great product again, which I think is needed to have done. It needs. Yeah, I don't mind the TV shows if they know just know how to yeah, do like it. Like Loki was phenomenal. I wouldn't. Loki was borderline Shut up great. And get out of my show. Borderline My great. Show. How dare you? Not great up to episode to episode. Like WandaVision, I think is still peak. Oh, they could have done so much with that. That's what disappoints me too. They set it up so well, and they started off really hot with that been, show. Loki could have been a lot more too. They set it up with WandaVision, and they kind of like. But that's that's the bad part about it. They peaked with their first show. Yeah, well, they set up that show too good, and then to well, like, they kind of ended that show pretty poorly too, though. Yeah, well, they set it up COVID really well, and they're kind of like, ha. Huh, the one thing about Marvel right now is they're doing too many psychs. Yeah. Like, uh, it's this psych. Just kidding. You think it's going to be this. Ha-ha, we're going to go the other way. We're going to hype Ha-ha, you up. We're going to do this. Yeah. I mean, at one point, at a certain point, you do have to cater to the fans if you want to keep it growing and keep people happy because there's a certain level of expectation you have now in your stories and your building. Your stories were so good. Now we need a really, really great story if you aren't going to tell us what we want as fans. And that's why I think Marvel is getting a bad rap. I don't think they're actually as terrible as people are like, oh, this is the worst crap I've ever seen. Show is still entertaining. I was still excited to watch it. It, it. it did the job, but I think overall, if you're looking for how good it could have been versus what it was, it just could have been so much better. Could have been easily up better. Wasn't like this is horrible. I can't stand watching that again. This should just... have been the show. Like this should have been the best Marvel show. Oh, this show could have been amazing. Should have been. And that's where this one came so underwhelming. And then the She-Hulk. The, the whole. Uh, no, let's not even talk about that one. The the whole like 
the idea of like, oh, why don't you call your superhero friends? And he's like, I gotta do this personally. It's like, no, it's because you guys don't want to pay the money to treat the superheroes. But you kind of just needed the fucking superheroes as like side characters. Yeah. Like you need more than just Rhodey. Rhodey was a very interesting side character to choose too. Like this was a. Uh, and you could easily tell from the beginning that wasn't the real Rhodey. Just the way he's acting, like, well, that's definitely a scroll. Yeah, he was very cocky and. Yeah, Rhodey's never been like that. He's always been more diplomatic. Yeah. I mean, I called it before even seeing the show. I'm like, Rhodey's a scroll. He's the only important person there. Yep. <laughs> like, he's going to be someone important. I did like the scroll. MI6 lady, though. She was Oh, cool. she was good. She was the best character in the show. She was badass, and I loved the crap out of her, and I need more of her. That's what I found out from that show. All right. We, but anyway. We need to get to Star Wars, the prequels. Yeah, we do. Star Wars, the prequels. Prequels. Episode one, two, and three. I'll talk a little bit about the Clone Wars, but we're not going to get dive deep because that's a whole new episode. We'll dive into it though. Really? We won't dive into it. I'll we're talk about to episode it. one, two, and three. I thought that was the thing. Yeah. It's my show. I watched the uh, my uh, show. I watched the last three episodes of Clone Wars. Yeah. And because it ties into Revenge of the Sith, that's why. I suppose, right? You got to right. go that route. So the prequels get. A, I feel like it's a really bad rap. I feel like they do too. I think they're better than what people give credit for. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I think it's, it's, I think era it's a little deserved. Someone's like, oh, this is pure trash. I'm like, no, it's not trash. They're not necessarily good movies, but they have a great quality to them that yeah. I think people don't really look at. So here's prequels as a whole. Bad effects, bad writing, mostly good acting, but some bad acting. Have you like, seen the kid in the first one? Some bad acting. Um, but overall what i really liked about this especially when we compare it to like the sequel trilogy yeah the lore building in this in these three episodes phenomenal yeah they definitely built out the world a lot better and i will say what adds to the to the lore of star wars are really good in these three movies and i think that goes undersold a lot and um they're also just kind of fun they have their fun moments there's a lot of boring parts in between, but there's some fun moments where they're like, yep, I'm ready for this, you know? Yep. Especially when you watch it again, like, it's probably like the fifth or sixth time I watch these films. Yeah. Like, it's like the things you look up to. And one of the things I really like this, because I was looking it up Wikipedia-wise, like the plot and stuff, just so I can, like, put two and two together with the film. Yep. Um, but... One of the things they could like put wrote on there is it's a space opera, and I'm like that is the perfect way to describe the prequels as a space opera. It's very Shakespearean, where it's like you have your scenes and then you have your characters and they're all just talking. They're talking about the world. Yeah, and I'm like I really miss that. I miss that about Star Wars. Where they just talk politics of the Star Wars world. I don't know why. That that's something that just intrigues me. But like the new movies, the new sequel movies. Didn't talk about that much. Not really there. Not great at lower building. Yeah. The, I, I will say this though. The the writing isn't great. So there's some scenes that we'll get we'll dive into that isn't great. But I overall I'm I like how Shakespearean these movies were. Very much so. So but I'll say this too. Reading the plot on Wikipedia is a lot more exciting than watching the films. Yeah, isn't that sad? (laughs) Like, you read the Wikipedia plot, and you're like, God damn, this is good. This is exciting. And then you watch it, and you're like, you you don't quite realize what's happening when it's happening. Because, like, they don't, the the direction, the directing doesn't quite, like... Line up. 
Yeah, like they Very don't. Well, yeah. They don't like <laughs> tell you like, hey, this is pivotal. Like, oh, hey, we'll get into it. And also, just like when they add characters to like the next episode that are like big characters, but are like, wait, where were they in the other film? For example, Count Dooku is a really big yeah, piece right. for episode two, but he's not in episode one. So when like, oh, Count Dooku betrayed the Jedi, you know, the Jedi, you're like, wait, who the fuck's Count Dooku? Yeah, who, who is this guy? Or, uh, oh, General Grievous is attacking. Like, wait, who the fuck is General Grievous? Like, this is where the Clone Wars is really, really good, like, show. A good backfill in, in a lot of those yeah, areas, it right? Feel, it fills in all these characters. All right, so episode one, we'll go there. Should we go ratings first before we ratings talk about Ratings first. Okay. What do you get this? I think what we go rating first, I guess. I was like, I was thinking of rating first. Well, you're going to let me start. Uh, I'm going to give it. This one gets a lot of bad rap for the kid and the acting, which I think if you could put that aside to the story of Kwai John. I don't think you could put any of it aside. You have to take it all as a whole. Yeah, take it all as a whole. I'm putting it aside for my rating. Because I, I think this, this movie's better than I think a lot of people give it poop on it for, for what it was. Uh, I mean, that's why I put it as a 2 plus. But I don't know. I originally. Was gonna give it a two plus also. Okay, thank God. However, I we however, however, I, like a one. However, I changed it to two for this reason alone. I know for a fact it's not a great film, and a two plus is when I'm like bordering, like eh, it's kind of a great film. No, it's not a great film. It's a myth film. It's just not like it's like one of those myth films that are actually kind of fun. Yeah, it is a fun film, but also yeah. I so. Don't that's I'll read to what I have I want to say it's a 2 plus but it's just it's not it's not a good film it's not a good film to watch um fun moments again but tough to say it's a good film I literally just wrote that yeah. here's the thing the opening credits so just imagine I know like we were really young when this came out it was 1999 um I was 6 you were like 4 4 baby so like None of us were... I didn't watch it in theaters. My parents were really into Star Wars. Now they are. Um, My parents aren't into it at all. But just imagine, like, going to theaters. you like, huge Star Wars fan. You see the originals. You're ready for that title crawl to come down. The first thing is... Taxation, baby. <laughs> we're dealing with taxes and trade, like, conflicts. Like, wait, what? You know, you're ready to go talk about bad guys versus good guy. Jedi versus the Sith, you know. Blue lightsabers versus red lightsabers. That's what you. That's what you signed up for. Nah, we get taxes. Yeah, the political. <laughs> and it's actually not bad. I don't mind it because like a lot of ta- like a lot of um, real world um, conflicts deal with taxes. Yeah, like, I mean a lot of it comes to politics down to revolution, anyway, right? Taxes. Yeah. Um, trading like those issues like, hey, we're gonna block trading from you. We're not gonna trade from you anymore. Okay, well now I don't. You know this country doesn't get the resource. It makes sense for why there's conflict. Yeah. But it's not that exciting. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not depth enough to cause this weird hierarchical change that they're trying to set forth, in my opinion. But I actually also at the same time like it. It's such a change of pace from the original trilogies, but I like the fact that like the lore building, this feels realistic. This feels like this is happening in Star Wars. You know, like, hey, let's... We gotta make some negotiations. Let's send in our uh, tough guys, the Jedi. That's where the movie starts off. Yep. So, 
opens with taxation, exciting stuff. What are some of the things that you really enjoyed of this film? Like, to begin with, the beginning. The beginning part of the film? Yeah, I just wrote a bunch of, like, um, for my list, I just made a bunch of bullet points of the points of the film. Well, I was just saying just kind of how they, they, you know, if you look at the three original films, how they start to expand out the world at the beginning a little bit to try to give you more of a scope of, the actual when they say a galaxy far far away and now yeah. then you expand on what this galaxy is far far away what i think it it's kind of like. a nice and good appeasement to like all right we're in the world we're getting a little bit more of it here and then uh i do like which sounds terrible because the politics i do like the idea of the political political imbalance that's starting to occur it's very small and subtle towards what it ends at the end but it's it's nice to see like these worlds are in a communication and seeing that communication across yeah. is, is neat and different so those are the points I like. This is where like I don't like. This though. is where like the plot is exciting because you read yep. the plot of it. Where, hey, um, the Trade Federation is now invading Naboo. Yep. And so are you? Like they're not. They they have issue with taxes. The Republic sends in the Jedi. It doesn't go well. Darth Sidious is like kill them for reasons. Of course. And then he's like, all right, we got to invade Naboo now. We gotta move our plans ahead. Like that's exciting, because you're like, oh, there's shit happening. Like, or disagreements, real world stuff. It's just not shown well. It's not exciting. It doesn't show the disagreements very well to the core, like how it got mm-hmm. so divided, which is kind of what you'd hope for in that kind of movie, or or in the whole setup. You want to see more of like what's causing this concrete divide. Like if you go back to any great leader or great emperor that takes over. There's definitely something that they're doing that could be like, oh, that's that's fucked up, <laughs> you know. And at the beginning, it's not; it doesn't really portray like, yeah, that's messed up. This film is weird because it's like it's not the Clone Wars; it's like a whole separate thing. It's a whole separate yeah. conflict. And I'm like, I feel like you could have found Anakin at a different spot in his life, but I do like that they told the story of like how Anakin was discovered. Yep. Um. So they go to Naboo, they meet up with Jar Jar Binks, which, you're good. good. Um, it was really interesting when Jar Jar came on, because this is the movie Scott watched, it's the first one. He didn't watch the rest of them, but he did watch the first one. And his first thought was, that character's weird. He said it just like that. As soon as Jar Jar Binks come on, he's like, that character is weird. And I'm like, oh, he's I'm like, I'm like, that character was designed for you. <laughs> <laughs> like it yep. was designed for children, and then my only the child that can pay attention to the show is like, yeah, I, no, I don't like him. Yep. I thought uh, so. One, I forget the actor's name, Ahmed. I forget his the uh, actor. Ahmed Best. Sure. Yeah, Ahmed Best. Um, he gets a lot of hate for Jar Jar, but I will say Jar Jar was a misstep for characters, and I do like how in the next couple films that he's just there he's not like a big character like he is in this one yeah the, the, the judge banks were just in there for comedic relief for children to give uh, them something to laugh at and, and guess who didn't laugh at jar jar scott <laughs> scott and my child did not laugh at jar jar he's a horrible written character and, he, <laughs> he and the amount of death threats that ahmed best got for playing the character i think he actually played the character pretty well i mean he did the job well it's just not like it's not good writing Horrible writing, yes, yeah. very much so. I mean, even Jake Lloyd, the guy, uh, Jar Jar Sith Lord, to be Jake sweet. Lloyd, the kid at the time, and he's now an adult who played Anakin. 
Like, he got a lot of hate, too, for playing Anakin the way he did. And, like, he's just a kid. He was 10. Like, like I don't even, like, mind Jake <clears throat> Lloyd. I think his writing is what really is annoying, you know? Yep. Um, so let's, let's talk about him some more. So I thought <laughs> opens with taxation. Not as exciting. The first Maul fight. Darth Maul. Should we go with Darth Maul that route? Or should we wait on Darth Maul? Darth Maul. Man, Darth Maul is, like, the, the person that saves this movie. Does he, though? I thought Darth Maul was very, very underwhelming until the end. Yeah, but he's still... I mean, for how long Darth Maul was on screen and stuff, too, it wasn't very, like, a... Like that, wasn't, that first fight was awful. They're in Tatooine. He's fighting Qui-Gon Jinn. He goes, zoom, 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 jump, gone. And, like, the jump doesn't even make sense. But it doesn't really talk. That's what I like about it. Darth Maul? Oh, I thought him not talking is horrible. I want to know more about it. Darth Maul. I, feel I don't. Like, I want to know more about him. That's exactly what made me creepy. Like, who is this character? And then they kill him at the end. You're like, mother. Yeah, I think Darth Maul. Like, if they if they wanted to kill him off, like they did, they should have told the story better of Darth. Maul. They should Maul. have told. The, yeah, that, that's the one thing I do. More miss, scenes but, between Sidious and Darth Maul. What they're playing, what they're doing, the training. Darth. I think that's why I like Darth Maul so much. He's such, such an unknown character. Still, I mean, there's a little bit more if you go to the TV and then, shows. And, and then stuff, Clone but. Wars just made him awesome. Yeah. Same with Rebels. Well, he was an unknown character, and then Clone Wars made him awesome. So then you see him in his movies now, and you're like, ah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, the effects were awful. Yes. It's also 1999. It is 1999. But, but it felt like a 1980s movie. It looked like a video game. Y'all seen Top Gun? It looked like a video game from that era. Actually, yeah. it looked like a video game from like Nintendo 64. It was fucking awful. They tried to take from what they did in the 80s. And like, Let's try to amp it up a little bit. And they went a little too far. They went all CGI, which is bad. They should like The practical effects that they did for... Um, the original trilogy looks great. It still looks great to to this day. It held holds up well, and they try to get way too much CGI in this movie, which I agree with. It is awful. It's they try just, to do the new tech. It is Star Wars. It was supposed to be techie. I mean, I'm all there for like I'm all for new tech. It's just this movie, yeah, it doesn't hold up well. Like it, like the other two movies don't hold up well. This movie is the worst of all. But makes sense. It's the oldest one. Kid out, and all right. So Kid Anakin is. I think he's all right. I think he gets a lot more hate than people hate him on. Yeah, I, don't I don't think he's that bad. I don't think Jake Lloyd did an awful job. I don't think he did a great job, but I don't think he did an awful job. He's also just a kid. I think it could have been the direction that could have helped him a little better, too. or just. Yeah. I also just think Kid Anakin, like, the writing is just very unbelievable. Yep. Like, it was just hard to believe that this kid can do this. Like, I know Anakin's supposed to be great. Like, Anakin's a Mary Sue. Yeah. Like, people can play about Ray being a Mary Sue. Anakin Skywalker is a Mary Sue. Yes. Especially the first movie. And I don't like using that term because I feel like it takes away. But here's the thing. Pod racing, right? Never built a pod before. Like, he's been working on a pod for... Years. Years. Finally builds builds it. it. Drives it, like... Like, so many things go wrong and then somehow wins the race. It's kind of like... Yeah, I know he's... Sure, we can say he's a great pilot, but like with what piloting experience does he, he have? None. Like he hasn't flown Jack. He hasn't flown this yet. It's also like Luke Skywalker. I'm gonna be a pilot, okay. and he's a great pilot. I get the Force helps you out, and so it gives you like a little bit of advantage, but not that much. Also, <laughs> he was getting smoked. Also, thing didn't work at the beginning. The thing was why, trashy. Anakin's the reason why they the, they they beat the Trade Federation in the first place. Yep. Like he's he accidentally goes to space. He takes controls over and then 
accidentally blows up the control ship of all the droids. Yep. Like, uh, it's a little too far-fetched for me. Yeah. You know? It's not a very well-written written backstory for Anakin. Like, how if, is he so smart? If what Anakin was like, you know what? Fuck Qui-Gon Jinn. I'm going to go fight. I'm in a ship. I'm going to go fight. All right. All right. You know, like, a little bit more belief. And, like, he actually tried to do these things, and he, like, succeeds. Still hard to believe, but at least, like, it's not coincidental. You're yeah. like, oh. Okay, this kid's a fucking badass. Mary Sue, but a fucking badass, at least. Yep. But no, he accidentally does it. He accidentally saves a day. It's like, okay, this is not great. Another thing I have about this um, this movie that confuses me is Padme and her um, her other, like, queens yeah. that replace her. I oftentimes just like, wait, is this the queen or Padme? Like, I get confused. And when the queen, like the not Padme, but the queen that's like yep. supposed to be Padme, like her acting is so stiff. I'm like, is this purposeful or is this like just this bad? Yes. Welcome to Naboo. I I can't even do it right. Like, I'm, yeah, no kidding. No, like I'm like, just... are you trying to be this person? Like, are you trying to be so stiff in the acting? Because it's so bad, it seems like it's purposeful. Yeah, I really don't. I really want to know what their budget was for this movie. Maybe they spent it all on CGI or something. But like, like if, yeah. if you think of some of the acting like that, it's pretty terrible. But if you think of some of the other good acting, like I think some other characters made up for some of the very very poor kid acting. I think the kid acting in this movie that's it, forgivable. It's forgivable, forgivable at least. So let it. That's probably what they're thinking. Like, eh, it's good enough. You adults will carry it. It'll be fine. Yeah, I... makes it tough to watch though. It really does. It's hard, I know. Like I know Sapphire when watching so this is a bad act like acting. I'm like I'm like yeah. Have you seen uh, uh Obi Wan Kenobi and the ten year old they couldn't catch? <laughs> Wait, they, what? Just as bad. That one oh, old talk. Young Pat. Yeah. You know, man? Because that was that was horrible acting. Horrible all the way around and they still young let Leia. that one go. Like, you guys didn't watch that? It was garbage. Young Leia? Yeah, young Leia. Oh, running away. Oh god, that scene was so awful. Yeah, that <laughs> like, was like the worst. That that's what that that that, that Star Wars number one, which is more forgivable in 1999 than it is in 2020. Right, let's let's talk about the fun moments. All right, fun moments. Let's yeah, let's get, it, let's, let's get to the positive aspects because this movie is bad. This movie's just it's a bad film. It's a myth film. But this movie's also a lot of fucking fun. There's yeah. a lot of moments where I'm like, yes, like I rate this. We'll talk about the other movie, but there's I like this movie maybe a little bit more. Not yeah. saying it's better. But there's just more fun moments. Liam Neeson. Oh yes, he's just great in this film. Like it's Qui Jin, Qui- so good. Qui Gon, Qui Gon Jin. Yeah. Qui Gon Jin is just a he's a fascinating character that I wish we got more of because like no kidding, like the way he thinks about stuff too. He's very uh. He's not bounded by the Jedi code, but he's, he's a Jedi. He's a Jedi who's like more gray Jedi territory. He more thinks of like what's the right thing to do, not what's the Jedi thing to do. And I yep. love that as a character, and I wish they would explore that more. Yeah, I wish that's why it's like when his character was done, I was like, oh, that was like your best character. Yeah, like the way he was so gray. Quite Granted, a, he did T. He was the MVP of this. Uh, I would say MVP. We should do MVPs. Yeah. He's the MVP. Quite he on is Jen, the MVP. Liam Neeson, sure. MVP of this movie. Like he's the best part. He even talked about the difference between the two, and like, yeah, his his rationale was purely for the greater good, yeah. Versus a Jedi rationale, which was a, I thought was a very interesting Jedi like character to have, and show the Jedi as more 
oh, we are the leaders of the people kind of feeling. Yeah, it, it like, gave me a... he doesn't view the Jedi as, like, the good. He views mm-hmm. them as, like, what they are. Like, he sees good in them, but he's not, like, they're not just, like, the, what they say is good. Yep. It's not, like, it kind of twists the whole idea of, like, good versus bad, Jedi versus Sith, like, the black and white narrative. Exactly. He is, like, the first character that kind of goes in that gray area. I mean, Han Solo to an extent, but this is the one that, like, philosophy explores that idea. Yep. Um, Pod racing. That was fun. That was great. Bad Batch did a pod racing episode, and I was kind of like, this is fine, but this isn't, like, this is great. The pod racing episode one is um, a classic. It, it is. is like legendary. I won't even. I won't even made know a whole game it's... based off this thing. Like, are you kidding me? It's not even like. Um, it's pretty good. It wasn't like the like the best scene, but I'm like, it was just an exciting thing to watch. Like, I'm like, this is cool. This is. Yeah, I, like, I don't believe Anakin should have won at all. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, it was very unbelievable. It's just to watch the pod racing, the idea of it, uh-huh. the ideology behind the pod racing was great this little 10 year old kid showing up like that all right that was a little bit weird but yeah but yeah pod racing on fancy you know like we need more of that mandalorian get a pod racing episode get din jarn in there yeah that's what i was, that's what I was talking about din when you talk about pilots like din He's i feel the, like would be a pod racer and like he would be an amazing pod racer who doesn't use the force mm-hmm. but there they have the whole um you know Oh, humans can't do it because they can't react fast enough, but Jedi can do it. And I'm like, I don't know, Jinjar is pretty fucking good. You seen that guy fly? That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, what do you th- what do you think about the whole mini chlorians thing? They don't talk about it anymore, but they brought it up, and that's what George Lucas originally wanted was mini chlorians to be the explanation of the Force. Yeah, I didn't like it either. I'm like, it kills the mis- mis- the, the mystery, the mythicism, mythicism, yeah. Mythicism. mythicism. Myth it? Yeah, I can't. Do whatever you want to call it, right? Mystery, yeah. Mythicism. The, little, just, like, the, the over, like the glow of what it is. Or like what you're making it, it scientific, which I understand if you want to explain it more, it makes sense. Or like if you're like trying to test like Jedi abilities. I mean, like, I get it. But you're killing kind of the idea of the Force as this like over... like Overbearing desire knows, of the world to balance all this nature like natural thing like nope yeah. it's uh nope it's these bugs quantifying that, get... that probably should have never been done no that's just my opinion it's, but... yeah it's just one of those races like it's um when you're what's the word for it like yes it's his baby it's his project but it's like no george everyone disagrees with mini coins just <laughs> let <laughs> like, it go you're hurting your own product yep like I get that it's so like not, when you become bigger than your own product too. Like, yeah, let your product fly without you. All right, back to the fun moments. Um, I'm gonna skip the one that I have because I'm gonna save the last. The war building overall, we already talked about it, is great. Yep, sets up the idea of the Jedi Council. Oh, um, Palpatine, you know, Senator Palpatine. The idea of like the Senate, like the Senate itself, um, the Supreme Chancellor. Hey, we lost faith in you. Put in those working his words you know you can already see he is like you get the idea that like he is uh, manipulating like when you know he's Darth Sidious it's very obvious to, to yes. begin with but it's interesting because like when he first watched the like the movie for the first time you think he's just being genuine yeah 
And I do really like how they played that. I do like that trope, and it did work pretty well. It's like looking at uh, Daenerys Targaryen the same way if you think about Game of Thrones. Yeah. If you, if you like paid attention to what she was doing, you'd be like, eh, that's fucked up. Yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. They, <'cause, laughs> yeah, like, they could have bridged it a lot better than they did. Yeah. Um, I mean, at the end of there, for that one, sure. But like, this is a kind of similar concept, right? Yeah. Same person they try to, like, you don't know. Mm-hmm. All right, last thing I want to talk about. The last fun moment, probably the best moment of this entire movie. Darth Maul versus Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. This is like... That was an exciting... That's what makes the movie great. Like, that that, that scene was clutch. The, the tension were, like, between the barriers. Yep. And, like, Darth Maul, you can see he's a force to be reckoned with. He's a fucking fighter. And then he kills Qui-Gon Jinn right there and then. Yep. And there's a cool callback, too, uh, in Rebels. Because he does that move with Obi-Wan in that show. Yep. And he blocks it, and that's how he kills him. Yep. And I really think that was a cool-ass callback that they did there. But I just love that tension, though. He kills his master. He's just staring at Obi-Wan, going back and forth. The wall barrier goes up, and they just, boom, attack right away. And you just, like, that moment, I'm like, this is great. This is wonderful. It was. That was, like, what the ending scene, the whole fight scene was phenomenally done. Yeah. Like they put all their effort there and they set everything else. The lightsaber battles in the prequels, mm. so good. It is good. It's like it's peak uh, athletic. I do like some of the lightsaber fights in the sequel trilogy. Yep. Um, Empire Strikes Back is pretty good too, for like the time. But these ones are just very like choreographic one. Like they very well. It is it's a yeah. dance, right? But it like, makes sense because this is like years later. Jedi's at their peak. This is Sith training for this moment. All right. To move on, do you have anything else to say about episode one? Oh, not too much about episode one. It was very uh, decent setup to bring Anakin in. I mean, I say decent. It wasn't the best writing ever. Oh, the C-3PO thing I hated. Yeah, that was also... Yeah. Some of that stuff, Anakin was a little bit unbelievable, but it was a good kind of setup to understand kind of a little more lore building of what's about to come. So everyone kind of knew this person, what they became. So now you're excited to watch the second one in a way because you still want to see how Anakin grows into because yeah. they, they portrayed him as such a nice person. And see then, how he becomes such a villain. And then 10 years later, oh, I just had the thought. They could have done a lot better transitioning Anakin than showing his anger. Yes. But that's, that's what made the story exciting. That's why it's kind of disappointing for a lot of people in the writing aspect of it because they could have done a lot more of the story in the transition. They mm-hmm. kind of like picking up the pace at the end like pick 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 pick, pick. just like Game of Thrones same way alright finish your stories please for the love of God people I'm gonna redo this then 10 years later we get episode 2 Anakin's now 19 10 years what do you give alright what do you give Attack of the Clones 2 yeah it's a two. <laughs> Alright, I, I give it a two. I'm like, it's an, intrig- an intriguing story that's muddled with bad effects, bad writing, and harms itself by splitting up Anakin and Obi-Wan. Yep. And I'm like, this... Because that's what this movie is. Padme comes to Coruscant. She's no longer the queen. She's the senator. They don't really... I think they explained it. Yeah, in very like short line. In like a line that I don't remember. I think it's just they get, they're now a Democrat or a Republican or a Republic. Republic or whatever you want to call it. Yep. Yeah. Or uh, I believe the Queens like they rotate out. 
Yeah, or whatever it is. Right, they're yeah, not, they gave like, it a, a short explanation to kind of like, oh, well, that's interesting. But she Thinking shows about. up. Um, she There's an assassin, assassination attempt, and Obi-Wan and Anakin split from there. Yeah, which makes, Ob- that makes sense. Obi-Wan goes to track down the uh, bounty hunter, and Anakin gets to guard his love. Yeah. And this is, uh, I, like, when you think about the character, like, the differences of the characters, like, and then their age, it's not bad, but, like, when we first meet them, which is, like, Anakin's 9 and Padme's 14, and now, like, they f- see each other for the first time in 10 years, and, like, they fall in love, it's it's kind of creepy, if you think about it. Yeah, I think they could have did a transition better, like, how do they fall in love? Uh, that's where the well, writing like, was horrible, all right? Anakin just established the two because of the lore and the funness of it. I don't yep. think if we actually the more and more I think about it now, it's like a one, one plus. No, it's not trash. It's not trash. But it's, it's not trash. It's it may be two minus if you want to go that. Yeah, route. two minus. That's what I meant. Two, two minus. minus maybe I still give it two because I'm like it, it's intriguing. It does least. a lot. There's a lot of neat things that do happen. But I, I'm like the characters just go on side quests in this movie. That's yeah. why it's weird. Like, what's the plot? Oh, there's assassination attempt. They move out. Uh, Anakin explore like they talk philosophy and then fall in love on Naboo the philosophy's horrible I hate sand it's coarse it's like oh, yeah okay okay also they fucked up by hiring Hayden Christensen as Anakin Skywalker I'm gonna say it I saw a post when people somebody asked are we does Hayden Christian get too much hate for that movie like for his job I'm like in a way he does because, like, it, if you get, like, casted for a big role, like, if someone's like, hey, do you want to be Batman in a big DC movie? Like, if James Gunn asks you to be Batman, you're not turning that down. Yep. However, he was poorly cast. Because Anakin is such a nuanced character. There is so much depth to him. Yeah. He is... A good character who has is deeply flawed by the fact that he has anger, he has rage, and he cares more about the family than the Jedi Code. Yep. That is fascinating. Hayden Christensen has no range. He is a one type... Like, he plays a very straight man. That's it. He doesn't really have much range. Yeah, I mean, look at the movies that he was in, like Jumper and a couple other movies like that. You think you're great? He's too... It's like the same reason why I hate the Joker, right? When you have a character so weirdly diabolical driven, yeah, you need that personality change. But like mismatching the Joker, how they portrayed the Joker versus you know Anakin, the same way you have. We need that character that can be smart, cool, calm. Collected. I don't know who does the, the voice in the Clone Wars, but I feel like he does a good job as a voice and actor. And then turning it over in those angry moments to show like the emotional change in the body. Yeah. I don't think Hayden Christensen had. Never he, did have. No, he did. I feel like he did his best in episode three. We'll get here. But in this movie, he was just god awful. <laughs> yep. To show the love moments too, like why you're falling in love with this person. Yeah. It, yeah. I agree. I agree. It's I like watching that. a piece of wood fall in love with a girl who is also like very, like a stale acting Actress Natalie Portman, I feel like is a little stale sometimes, and like it feels like it's just the, a piece of wood trying falling in love. They that's what yeah. It's Natalie Portman, watching. as far as like range goes, she's a very romantic, 
tactical-styled person. Yeah. And But as far as, like, a fighter, they try to make her seem off as... Sorry, Natalie Portman, you don't... Even in even Thor, mm-hmm. Love, and Thunders, you don't pull it off the fighting... It's one of the... It's, conniving style. Writing-wise, I don't mind be. the outline of the movie. I don't mind the outline. Yeah, the outline's good. I, I, can, I can attest the outlines. I mean, the idea of where they're going, the outline, maybe keeping... Obi-Wan and Anakin together might have made more sense, but... It would have made more sense, but, like, I don't mind the idea of, like, Padme and Anakin, like, going off and falling in love. You need, like, that story needs to be there, because they also have a lot of moments where they talk politics, they talk about their philosophy, and Anakin basically talks about, like, his mom, and there's that whole side quest with his mom, and he kills the Tusken Raiders, and it's hard to believe that he murdered all of them, because it's just not well shown or portrayed. Yeah. And then he makes the whole pact, like, I will make sure that everyone I love doesn't die. And, like, talking philosophy and talking about the whole, like, hey, I want to fall in love with you, even though it's against the Jedi Cold, that's fucking fascinating. That's a fascinating story to me. Yep. How it's portrayed? It portrayed, it, eh. it portrayed yeah, it's like, two, it's like two pieces of wood going through that. And the writing is worse. Yeah, exactly. That's and why it's like maybe it was the writing. Like, if you get that's the thing too. Like acting. I don't know. I'm not an actor, an actress. Maybe somebody else that's out there can tell me. I, if you get a bad script, and you're given a script like that, can you do that range in general? Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe you're like, this is. I don't know how to do this because it's horrible enough. Obi Obi Wan's side quest is also weird in this. Because yeah. he goes to find the bounty hunter that tried to kill Padme. And then he goes to Kimono. Or right. Am I saying that right? Kamino. Kamino, yeah. He goes to Kamino. And the bounty hunter is the one that made all the clones. Like he just stumbles upon yep, this this clone army that like they were talking like we want more forces to fight a war. Yeah. Against the separatists, which is now a thing. We'll get into that. And I'm like, this is such happenstance. Like you just happen to find it, like the Jedi were already doing this 10 years before, but no one knew. Was the Jedi doing this in secret with Count Dooku? Yep. Like, what? <laughs> like, you just randomly stumble upon this? Also, if, like, Jango Fett is, like, the donor of this, why the fuck is he out doing jobs? Yeah, right? Like, no, you're... Why is he still in the field? Yeah, like, you're... That's ah, nuts. You're important. Why are you taking on, like, these type of hits that give you this public attention? Yep. On the most populated planet in the world to like a target that's very closely assembled to the Jedi. It just like doesn't like that's unbelievable to me. It's kind of the story like they wrote a two almost a two unbelievable like oh I just happen to do this, I happen to do that. And then Count Dooku should have been the first film. Yeah. He's the big villain. It's like who the fuck's Count Dooku? Where does this guy come from? And here's the thing. Dooku is exciting. He's an exciting character. He's a Jedi that betrayed the Jedi and it's not he's not technically Sith. Even though he is Sith, but like to yep. them, he just is somebody who's like, "Yeah, I don't believe you. I'm going to leave these other planets and go against the Republic." He has a neat story, and I'm like, you know, his story makes sense. Like the Republic, kind of. I want to say they're incompetent, but you see, like their flaws. Yeah, you see the flaws through him. They could have definitely explored that a little more. Then, and, that that's my stressful with the character. They could have explored that character why. And they do in the Clone Wars, but it's just it should have been. But for the movie first, it's because it's the movie first. Like they didn't yeah. do enough to show this character to be a good villain, and that's why I'm giving this a two or even a two minus. Is like 
Yeah. Same oh, qualities. I'm writing my notes. I'm like, oh, yeah. I didn't even, like, the hit seems forced, separates from the main character. Yeah. Um, <laughs> putting Anakin with Padme is, like, the dumbest idea ever. You know, because, like, the whole Jedi code is not to fall in love, not to have sex, you know, be, you know, you're part of the cult. Yeah. And it is a cult. We'll, it's a cult. We'll talk right. more into that once we're done. Why would you put a 19-year-old kid... First off, one they don't necessarily fully trust yet because they don't know about his balance of the Force. And then with that... Why would you put him in that situation? Yep. Plus... That's why it's on them. People can read his emotions. They should have been able to tell his emotions about Padme. It didn't make any sense. None of it. Somebody they don't... Yeah, it was horribly written. That's why I go, I was like, oh... What were you thinking? Would you like think of the world concept when you're writing this for a second? Also, the whole idea of like the clones and like the Jedi and the Republic, like, oh, I guess we'll take these clones. Like that. How is no one like being super sus? Yeah, exactly. We're bringing Among Us in it. You're playing with the Among Us figurine. I actually wrote it in here. Like the clones being created is super sus. Like someone should know something's afoot. If like, hey, we need an army. Oh, hey, we were. We built an army 10 years ago. Yeah, it's we already got right for here. you. It's yeah, already yeah, for you. It's like, Let's go. What? <laughs> what? Um, Sounds good to me, sir. We'll Put take them it. Together. Yeah. What? It, Senate approves. Meh. I mean, that's... And the fact, like, how fast-paced it did, too, is... Yep. Weird. Um, I love... I never really knew this until, like, I read the plot. I didn't realize the Trade Federation and the Separatists were different groups. They happen to be working together, but they're different groups. I don't know that either. I might have to re look and read reading through that. I mean, we watched the movies. Yeah. But like when I read it, I'm like, oh. Oh that does make sense now that you say like, it. Like the Shade Federation is its own thing. Like I don't know if it's a planet or if it's like you know, a group of planets and the separatists is you know, the ones who broke away from the Republic and it's led by Dooku. They're all working together. They're all working with Sidious. Yeah, which makes sense. But, I mean, yeah, I didn't know they were technically two separate groups. I thought they are all working. Well, they have one common. So what do you think? All right, let's move on in the movie. What do you think about Anakin killing all those Tusken Raiders? I mean, we all knew at the point Anakin was going to become who he was. Yeah. I just wish they would have expanded more on the story and the protection side of the family. I feel like it was too harsh. I feel like it was a little too harsh, too. This movie is very, like, black and white, and, like, they show Anakin good, and then when he goes bad, he goes, like, crazy yes, bad. Yes, that's what I think that this one did a horrible job with. It's like, the hard writing. to so we'll believe. Back to, back to the writing. Anakin killing them. If there was more of a story to why he had to kill them, rather than, you know, oh, I just killed them, and I don't know what <laughs> You're like, well, what were they doing? Were they torturing people? Did you have to absolutely save them in a certain way? Give yeah. Anakin the reason to kill, not just to, like, oh, I just killed them. Basically. Or just if he killed, like, a few of them. Not just yeah, the not entire villain. He just killed a few of them and then killed whatever he could on his way out. Yeah, just to follow his his uh, integrity of what he's doing, trying to protect his family. Enough just to protect his family, not enough to murder a whole population. That's yeah. Weird. It was too much. It was, yeah, it was a little too much. I'm like, it's just, it's it's hard to believe. This movie is hard to believe. Just like, Well, it's hard to believe now on top of the original movie they put out. And that's why, mm. that's why, this, why this trilogy gets a lot of crap is because the writing was so bad. It is bad. The lore but the lore great. building it's is fun. so good. <laughs> so that's where it gets so hard. He gets. I forget how he gets to the Obi Wan. I think Obi Wan made some. He Obi Wan goes to Genosis because he tracks Boba Fett. Yep. And the whole Obi Wan sucks at being a pilot, and he complains about it. But somehow gets away from Boba Fett, or not Boba Fett. I keep saying Boba Fett. He's Jane. there. 
Boba was there, but it's Jango Fett. They're practically the same person. It's the same DNA. Same shit. You know what you're going with. <laughs> um, same actor, too. Yep. Uh, Tamara Morrison? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I might have got his first name wrong. Um, he was good. I liked his character in that. I, liked, yeah. I thought he did a good job. So they go to Genosis. Uh, Obi-Wan sneaks on the planet, and they find out that they're working together, and then gets captured. Anakin and Panamay go... They find the factory somehow, happenstance. Anakin loves doing that happenstance. Yeah. <laughs> and they find the whole, there's the whole factory scene where they're like going on the conveyor belts. And I always get confused. I'm like, why is this a thing? Like, I'm yeah. not interested in them like stumbling upon a factory. Like, that could have been like one of those things that's told or shown quickly. Like, hey, they have a whole factory. Factory full of doing drones. this, yeah. But like the drones, or the droids are already like known. They're a known Yeah, it wasn't like you were surprised. Like, oh boy. Seen the factory. Yeah, I get that. But whatever. It was fine. They get captured. And then the, the whole arena thing begins. And for some reason, the Jedi, in this situation, like, we're going to put our whole force to stomp them out. Yep. Uh, bad idea. Yeah, when is that ever a good idea? Yeah, let's just put all our eggs in one basket. <laughs> it's not a trap. Yep. Where's General Akbar <laughs> in this situation? They'll be like, it's a trap. It's obvious. I don't. I don't mind like this final scene, but I would say it's not. It's not like as great as you think it is. Yeah, I agree. Um, but we can see a bunch of you know Jedi in the fight. We can see Mace in action. Samuel Jackson with the purple lightsaber. You can see Yoda in action a little bit. Obi Wan and Anakin both working. Padme gets a moment. Yeah. Um, Jango gets killed by Mace, I believe. Yep. Um, and then Boba looks upon the the helmet. Yeah, exactly. The helmet's still on. Still a Mandalorian. Yep. I thought it was fine. It was okay. And then I forget they go to another part of Genosis and they're going on. Padme falls and Anakin's like, go go save her. And like. The clear love connection kind of show. I do like that scene. I like like that was well done. But then the end fight scene where Obi-Wan and Anakin both get their ass kicked by Count Dooku and then Yoda has to essentially save the day. Yep. But I will say seeing it Yoda in action is great. But the end fight scene just doesn't do it for me. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of weird. I mean, Yoda's a great character. That's why I think devolving into Yoda's character, too. A little bit. Like, they could have did some more backstory. The, the, the writing was just terrible. Yeah. The writing was terrible. Lore building, great. Writing, terrible. Okay, then maybe this movie is a two minus. That's like when I talk about it more. Yep. Like, the more and more I'm thinking about it, yeah. I can't get over how poor the writing was. It's not it. trash. It's just it's yeah. Like I said, like you said, this whole trilogy. I don't think it's as bad as people say. Like this is never wa- not watchable. I think it's very watchable for the Lord. Oh yeah, very fun. And I like the Shakespearean aspect of it. I miss it. I hope like very Star fun, Wars just yeah, gets back to the Shakespearean. You're right. Two minus. <laughs> two minus. I'm get their ass kicked. Yoda comes in, saves him, but Yoda's amazing. I love right. Yoda. Last, last That's why I want more Yoda because he came up and just like he's so bad. So, hey, we, hey like, more Yodas duh. to come. We'll talk about Yoda more. Hopefully. I will say this, though, before we're moving on, unless you have something else to say. It's a really weird start to the Clone Wars. Like, this movie was just a weird start to the Clone yes. Wars. Like, the act, not the series, the television series, or the movie that we... Just the idea of it, yeah. Or yeah. the movie that we're not going to talk about, because to me it's just Clone Wars pilot episode. Yep. Like, the movie's not great. Not worthy of mentioning. We'll talk about it when we talk about the shows and whenever we do that. Yeah, exactly. No, I. I but it's just I, a I, weird. It's just a the weird setup is interesting. Like, 
you know, you said like they like just whiffed. Yeah. How does someone not know? All right. Do you have any more thoughts on episode two, Attack of the Clones? Mm, no, not really. I think that's one of my worst favorite. All right. Let's get to the let's get to the fun one. All right. Yeah. There we go. Now we're episode talking. three, Revenge of the Sith. You want to do your rating, or should I do my rating? I think I did mine twice. Now let's see what you say. All right. I gave it a four minus. Whoa! It's peak Star Wars. Like when I, it's peak Star Wars. The plot is amazing. It's fast paced and fascinating. That's dragged down by bad acting, writing, and even though it's the best effects of the prequels, it's still bad effects. Yeah, I guess I didn't rank it too far. I was giving it a three plus, so I wasn't quite. Okay. We're only one off, I guess. You think about it. I enjoyed this movie. This movie is so like is. By far the best movie in the prequel. Oh yeah, hundred like, percent. And it's still like it has its flaws. It's very, it's a flawed movie. Very, very much so. And the writing's still not great, even though there's great moments. Yep. All right. I thought the beginning, the first se- sequence was great and exciting. I love when movies do this. I love when movies start out with a, a great, they, exciting scene. Yeah, they kick it right off the bat, and you're like, whoa, all right, I'm and, in. And we get to see like our characters at their best, doing their best, before we yep. get into the like the main plot. Because it just show it gives us a good baseline. Like, hey, this is where this character. Also, at. yeah, also, yeah, where's the character at? The growth that they had from the last time of failing with Count Dooku and where they're all three going. years have passed. Right, so you're, they're showing like they've learned quite a bit. This has been a time. Yeah, and like you get to see, you get to actually see that difference. Like Anakin saving Obi Wan, Anakin's being like this fucking awesome masterclass fighter. Yep. In three years, and outclassing Obi Wan. At least like at, like with the talent. Yeah, seemingly outclassing Obi Wan or whatever. It's just exciting. The idea of like the Chancellor's been kidnapped, and you know who the like who the Chancellor is at this point. He's been kidnapped. And you have to save him from General Grievous and Count Dooku on a ship that's leaving Coruscant because there is an invasion of Coruscant. And you're like, wait, what the fuck? We're starting here? Yeah. At this moment? I'm in. Uh, let me grab my popcorn and then start the movie because I'm in. Yeah, exactly. I should have already had it. Now I can't even pick up my popcorn. It's kind of what the feeling is. <laughs> like, it's just... It's like, a- oh, we're starting right off the rip. Nice. And it's exciting because we start with an amazing matchup between Count... A rematch between Dooku and Obi-Wan and Anakin. Yep. Obi-Wan gets his ass kicked again. But Anakin doesn't, because Anakin is now a pretty masterclass fighter. Yep. Shows how much Anakin has grown from that first fight, too. That's what I'm saying. Like It shows and, the growth of Anakin. And the Clone Wars show do a great job of this. That's, that's true, too. Especially in the finale, like the finale that happens at the same time as Revenge of the Sith. Hmm. Great. So the first sequence, great and exciting... Um, you could. It's obvious that we missed an entire three years of war stories between the two, but it's like, we don't need to see them. We do see them in the Clone Wars, but we yep. don't need to see them in the movies. We just need this sh- like. We just need them to show us that it, there's change, and they do that. They do a great job of it. For the they most do part. well. Um, I will say that it is somewhat jarring though, because it's like Anakin was this, you know, essentially this young child, and he was a. Uh, naive teenager to oh okay he's the best jedi yep it is a little jarring but they did do a good job of showing it at least but it's jarring and it's jarring for the fact that it's just like when you jarring but it does show growth it does um 
Grievous, they show Grievous right away. And Grievous is an exciting villain. Like, I like the concept of General Grievous. Yes. However, like Count Dooku, where the fuck was Grievous in episode two? Uh, good question. I don't know. Grievous should have been in there right away. He yeah, they should have been. Like I said, the, 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 this is where the writing gets a little, like, shaky. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, like... Nothing you can say about that. That's what I'm like. If you're, watch, if you're writing each movie, like, individually one at a time, you're thinking, you know, oh, hey, we should have had another character and you retroactively... It, it makes sense. Yep. I get it. But, like, if you plan this as a whole uh, trilogy to begin with... Should have been in there. Grievous should have been in there. Um, Anakin's frustrated. So after they do the whole scene, the whole sequence, they save the Chancellor. He kills Dooku, which is weird a little bit. Yes. Like, it is and it isn't. Like, he massacres all the Tusken Raiders. So, like, okay, yeah, he is capable of killing. Yeah, but it was but it's supposed to be for a reason. And, like, but the, this one... Hey, he's unarmed. Kill him. Yeah. Kill him. Kill him now. We captured him. No. Kill him. But I do think it was important because, like, you got to show Anakin as, like, this evil person. But it makes sense. Like, hey, if you kill him, the war is over. Yep. Like, he's the leader. Kill him. Kill him now. I fucking love it. Like, his evil voice comes out. Yes. His Sidious voice. Kill him. <laughs> um... All right, so they save the whole planet. Anakin does this cool pilot shit. I'm like, this is great. Wonderful. You see Grievous. You see the red, I forget their name, the guys with the energy swords the, in the red trooper suit. The red guardians? Uh, Praetorian guards. Praetorian guards, yeah. That's what yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, we get to see is. them. Our friend Brandon's like, ooh, these guards are silly. I'm like, they've been there the entire time. They they're just, pretty cool. They're just, they're just small. They're like, they're, they don't do much. Until yeah. later on, you know, Mandalorian and um, Last Jedi. But yep. they're there. They're... They've always been there. Um, so Anakin, they do the council. They don't make him mans- the master, but he puts him on the council and he's frustrated. And I understand that Anakin's frustration during this. And yeah, I do. I like, do. And I do like how they put this. However, he's only 23. Yeah. He's a 23-year-old. And but I'm like, this is where I kind of this is where I, I do like the story writing in this because I see the kind of point that they're trying to make, right? Like just because they're young, they're just getting shafted because of his age. It's crazy. Yeah. It's yeah. The frustration that builds because of that, and it's kind of why he turns evil. Is that it is? It's weird because like the Jedi is like, okay, if you would have just made him a master and would not have ask him to spy on his friend, maybe this all is avoided. Yep. But then you see the Palpatine, you know, puppet ma- like puppet strings that's happening here too, which is great. I I'm going to make this point because I just had the thought pop in my head. It seems like George Lucas or whoever helped him write this had this movie planned, and the other two was just them trying to get to this movie. Yeah, wrote it backwards. Which I think is why like the other movies suck because he just didn't have good ideas to get there. But this movie has great writing. I don't, I don't know if I'd say great writing, but it has like a very... Uh, but more enriched writing. Enriched say. writing. It's intriguing. Like the story setup's fucking fascinating. Yep. Um, The fact that like he has to spy the politics of the situation. I, I don't like politics. Um, is It's cool to see Anakin and like Darth Sidious beforehand. And you slowly see, 
you know, like, hey, he's getting those thoughts. The influence Padme, of the politics. The Padme the political. has kids, and he gets the thoughts that Padme is going to die. And you see the Chancellor just, like, twisting, like, the gears turning in his head. He's taking yep. his strings. You know, he's manipulating. Manipulating the story, manipulating how it's going to happen. Like, hey, I just lost my apprentice in Dooku, but I already have a new apprentice. He just doesn't know it yet. Uh, however... Sidious turning on the Jedi was exciting to see it. It was exciting to see all of this come to fruition. Anakin turning, though, wasn't great. Anakin turning and murdering all the kids was weird. It was. Let's get I, didn't to that even, story. I didn't even get there. So, like, the whole idea of, like, you know, he is Darth Sidious. He tells the Jedi Council, Mace Windu and a bunch of Jedi come in. Like, that scene is amazing. And Mace is like, we got to kill him. And he's like, he's unarmed. No, let him sit in trial. Like, no, he's too powerful. And Mace, it makes sense what he's trying to do, right? Yeah. But you can kind of see like Anakin being like, wait, no, this is my friend. I don't want to. I don't want him to die. Yep. Which doesn't make sense to his other killings, but yeah, then poor writing again. But it's his, it's his friend. Yeah. It's someone he cares about, I guess. Yeah, and who's actively trying to do things to protect protect Padme, even though he's. Like in his mind, he's doing it. So the like the him like killing Mace Windu in that point and kill like that makes sense. I think that scene is great, and you yep. get to see why his skin's all like, you know, this is very much a you like the individual is the enemy to the individual. Like they yeah, all the step on their own my foot. No, no, no. They all step on their own foot. The yep. Jedi could have saved like could have been fine if they would have just respected Anakin. Yep. Um. Emperor Palpatine wouldn't be this Darth Sidious wouldn't be this ugly looking thing if he wasn't electrocuting Mace Windu. Padme would have survived if Anakin would have not killed her. Yep. Like it's one of those like self fulfilling prophecies type of thing. They're all their worst enemies. Yep. And I agree with that. Statement. And it's interesting. It's fun to watch. It's good to see how it plays out. Yeah. But Anakin killing kids doesn't work. Yeah, that was just, like, weird. Like, it should have been more of a scene where, like, the trooper, like, he led the troopers, and he's, like, he's struggling with the fact that he's, what he's doing. And then there's one kid that comes up and, like, attacks him, and he kills the kid. Kills one kid, yeah. He kills one kid that's on video that, like, makes Padme and Obi-Wan turn against him. But it shows the complexity of the situation, which is... Anakin's not fully onto this, but he's like he, he he joined the ship. He's on board to save Padme, but he's struggling initially. Yeah, and that would makes a lot more sense to when he turns back to good. Yeah, exactly. But this, where he's just like, "I pledge to you, my master. I am now evil. I will kill all the children for you." It doesn't, doesn't work. Doesn't add up. It doesn't to work. A character it's not arc change. Yeah, it's not believable. It's right, and that's where I struggle with the story. That's why I give it a three plus instead of a four, four minus. I still think it's great, though. Still great overall. Here's one of the reasons why I think it's great. Order 66. It's scary, it's exciting, and it's well executed. Yes. Pun intended. Ha <laughs> I wrote that in there. That was horrible. Thank you. That was amazing, though. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, all the sequences where, like, the Jedi and, like, the music where the Jedi are turning. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like a zoom type. Like, no, that I... was horrifying to see. Like, you get to see the turn. Like, oh, shit, it's happening. All the Jedi are, like, dying. Yeah, the turning. 
the, the collapse on it, its own cult. It's really sad. The music, John Williams just does a good job with that score. Like it just. Yeah, you get to see the turn. You can feel the tides change and shift towards you know the dark side. It felt really good. The score was amazing with it going along. Oh. And Obi-Wan just took care of Jaren and Grievous, which I think is a cool... It's, again, a side quest for Obi-Wan, but I like that moment. Yep. I thought that moment was well done. Um, General Grievous got, dies, like, immediately. Yep. <laughs> Little blaster to the heart. Such a fascinating villain. Should have been around longer. Not in this movie, though. Should have just been built up. Yep. But, yeah. Sidious versus the Jedi great i love seeing him in action with the, like his lightsaber and fighting and basically like won everybody except for mace windu yes like he just took out the jedi everybody yeah and i love how the clone wars also backs this fact up that he's a great lightsaber like he doesn't seem like he would be good at fighting with a saber but here he is chopping up the people in pieces yeah exactly it adds adds to the lore Anakin darkly murdering everyone on the like when he goes to um well, I'm blanking on the planet. The volcano planet. It starts with the M, I'm pretty sure. Shoot, maybe because it's so hot in here I am too, because it's pretty hot up here. It is. Oh why can't I think of the planet? It's literally right there on the comic. It's right in the front. Yep. Okay, I'm gonna look this up. But yeah, when he goes to the planet and he kills like everyone from the Trade Federation and the Separatists, like all the leaders, I'm like, this is satisfying for some reason. This is just cool to see. Like Anakin's just now evil and killing everyone. I'm like, this actually, this scene makes sense. Him murdering yeah. everyone, that makes sense to do. Knowing what happened to everybody and what happened to everything and what, what ended up happening, yeah. Like at that point, you know he's already gone. Mm-hmm. The kid one was still like, should have been his final struggle. But they could have shelved that a little better to that. Maybe he does kill all the kids, but he, they show it in a lot of, more of a struggling way. Exactly. Until it, every every kid he kills splits his soul a little more or something like that. But whatever. Yeah. Mustafar. 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 Wonderful. Fudge, how do we forget about that? It is hot up here. Yes. <laughs> I am sweating. Uh, it's like one of the hottest days of the. For humidity wise, it's like the hottest day. Um, Hottest summer in the whole earth. Global warming apparently still isn't a thing to some people. Climate change. But goddamn, it's hot. It is hot in this room. It is like a anyway. far in here. Anakin. Yes, we just talked about darkly murdering everybody. Padme shows up with Obi and Obi-Wan. I love the politics of this too, with like Obi-Wan and um Yoda talking like what to do in the situation. Yep. I love that aspect of it. And re- like them realizing the Jedi Order is done. Yep. I will say, the Padme Obi Wan Anakin scene is fucking tragic. It is like sad. Ewan McGregor. Oh, we didn't talk MVP of Episode Two. Ewan McGregor. Obi Wan. Yeah. Episode Two is too garbage to even have an MVP. It's Obi Wan. It's Obi Wan though. Yep. Obi-Wan, though, for this scene, fucking phenomenal. Hayden Christensen? No. He, he plays a very one-note Anakin. It works. Kind yep. of. It works in this scene. But Obi-Wan's just like, you can see, like, he didn't believe, but he saw the video, and he's like, no, that couldn't be right. But, like, he knows it's true, and he goes to Mustafar, and he's like, you betray, you know, the whole betrayal, you yep. turned her against me. It's like, 
it's tragic because like Padme is you know like I'm not going with you like where this isn't going to be a thing you're you killed children yep and then he force chokes her and he she essentially goes into a death spiral somehow yeah doesn't make sense but you know people get chopped up in half come back and survive fall in a giant hole come back and survive and Padme gets force chokes once and it's game over yeah exactly over it is what it is but the the whole like you are the chosen one you know like that right. aspect of the it, whole the whole scene is great that's why it's so well it's so just legendary yep and Ian McGregor is the reason why yeah I'm putting he's, he's the MVP of oh one, for sure yeah he's the, the trilogy reason. the way he played that emotion movie. too was so good compared to what you see his other character like you could see the change in his own life. yeah Whoa. which is why it's sad because it should have been Anakin but that's yep. where we get Hayden Christensen we almost got Leonardo DiCaprio playing Anakin Skywalker, and that would have been amazing. I don't know if Leo was like would be the best Anakin, but I know he would have played that character with depth. Yep, and that would have been great to see. It would have been too great to see like more emotion with Hayden. Like I said, the problem with his is acting. Like he is very one more one dimensional actor, which is very good in those shows that does it. Like I said, like Jumper, but. Yeah, it was too one-dimensional. He didn't show the emotional change that you want to see. Where yeah. even McGregor in that moment, he showed it. And then that one, he was just—it's very one note. Yep. You know, like don't make me do this, or uh, something about the consequences. And oh, you will try. I do like that line. That was line was good. But I don't know. It's just—I feel like there should have been more nuance in the situation where Anakin didn't want to fight or use. That you see, clearly see the rage that Hayden's portraying. It makes sense. Yep. It's just, it's so, it feels like we're dealing with a completely different what character. It doesn't make sense, though, I will say about this whole fight scene. It's like, I don't know, there's a lot of stuff going on in his head. But they, they felt the dark side a little too much, I think, for the fighting ability that it took out of Anakin. Yeah. Anakin was a bajillion times better than Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. And they're like, nah. But here's the thing. Too much going on there. Anakin's... Anakin is pure talent. Yep. Obi-Wan isn't talent. Obi-Wan's not... Not to say he's not talented, but <laughs> Obi-Wan's not like the most talent. He's not a highly gifted Jedi. Yeah. Whereas he is just fundamentally sound. He's like Tim Duncan, if we're going to use this like athletics. Hey, a very underrated Tim Duncan... Why do people give Kobe so much credit? That guy's amazing. Anakin's Kobe. Fair. Or Michael. Or LeBron. He's one of those three. Like, power-wise, he's, like, in that conversation of greatest of all time. Tim Duncan? No one ever talks flashy, about him. But he does, he does the job, right? Yep. Obi-Wan is Tim Duncan. He does the job. He is just a very fundamentally sound fighter. He's not yep. the best fighter. He's not the best pilot. He's just fundamentally sound. He gets the job done. But this fight scene was great. Oh. It was legendary. This is peak Star Wars. This is very good fight scene. It's so memeable. It's just it's just peak. It's very memeable. I wrote that too. Very <laughs> I have the high ground. It's such a silly line too. It's over Attican. I have the high ground. Like, wait, what? Why is that so important? <laughs> like you I mean, just... I know it is if you have like a bow. You got a goddamn sword. I like, feel like it'd be hard to protect it's the like, part of your body. There's, like, there's a point to it, but like, if they were training, 
you know and like hey don't fight someone on the high ground you know like yeah if they have a high, like they have just the a random statement this is like, so random don't try it Anakin I have the high ground and he does the good flip. Fight he does the same trick that he did against Darth Maul and then he just like cuts him down yep and that's how it ends and it's like you see him burning yeah and they see him saved I will say the, the fucking score of oh that fight scene that score is too oh. good that's also what makes it. It's moves. running in my head right it's now. It's the score and the lore. It's running in my head, and I'm like just pumped. Yeah, the what? score and the lore of Star Wars is incredible. Uh, it reminds me of God of War. The score of God of yes. War. Yes. Because God of War, at least the first trilogy, is really good. Great score. Great score. And it's like it reminds me a lot of like that Greek. Yep. Um, the score from like oh, God of War. So, so great. Good. Anakin burning is mean, but also tragic. Like it's such a tragic thing too, because he's like, and always like, I don't want to do this, but like, dude, if you keep going, I'm gonna do it. Okay, so, I hate you. Like, also seems very one note. Like the I hate you point. Like it's like, uh, you come on, man. Should have been like more of like you guys did this to me. Like why wasn't I a master? You guys didn't trust yeah. me and stuff. Like they could have put so much more richness to it. That's the part where I get the, the writing part. Maybe that was his line or something. It was. Like, it, I still think it's great. It could have been epic. This yeah, movie this could should have been. have been a five. This movie should have been better than Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Better than Last Jedi. Better than Rogue One. I know, like, Last Jedi is so polarizing. Some people think it's great. Some people not. I, I, I'm the one who thinks it's great. Spoiler alert for when we get there. I might change my mind. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. But yeah, this movie again. This is should have been a five. You could have wrote it just like that's where like yeah, uh, I can't blame it because it is really well done. It's a great movie. But if we were to blame the it, plot was good. It, it could have easily put a little more rich into it, and this right. could have been one of the greatest movies of all time. I have more to this. Uh, Charger Binks is a senator. It's like, wait, who fucking made this decision? Yeah, that. But then again, Jar Jar Sith. That's where it comes from. Jar Jar Sith. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, because, like, there's no fucking... He was working with Palpatine all along. There's no way. There's no way of him people like... That guy. <laughs> I agree. We're going to vote We're gonna vote him. Misa, senator now. I mean, Misa, no offense important. if anybody's like that in real life. I guarantee we're not like... Oh, man, like... You can be president. The American... That'll be all right. The United, <laughs> the United States of America isn't much better. Yeah, that's true. That's what I'm saying. I guess we, we yeah. got one actor. That's why it happens. That's how it works. We had one actor and one uh, reality TV star as a, you know, as president. So already. that's that's how it happens right there. And their next, a lot of people want Dwayne Rock Johnson as president. Jar Jar Binks, I guess, makes sense. You're right. Shoot, <laughs> you point that out. We didn't realize it was based on real life until now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, oh. All right, so I have more. Yoda versus Sidious is pure fan service. Yep. Like that fight to me seems a little unnecessary. Yeah, it was all fan service for Yoda. It was so all fan service. So was... many people have a fan service to learn more about Yoda like me because he's just too incredible to not know about I thought about the CGI Yoda. of it sucked, though, because it was all CGI. And, like, yeah, I like, CGI I like the fight that the, like in that senator area. I'm like, that's cool. The CGI in general. But it wasn't great. The CGI wasn't bad for Obi-Wan versus Anakin, though. It spent a lot of time on that one, I feel like. It, it's still, like, not the best, but it's still pretty. Like, it's... Holds... It holds. holds. It still holds where the rest of these movies, no. Um, yeah, I wrote, wish the scene was more practical. 
Yoda running away, is this a testament of his character? Because I, I feel like Yoda would have held on longer. Because if he kills Sidious, it's over. All he has to do is kill Sidious. He got beat up a little bit and ran out. I don't know. I feel like it's... I just... My God. They didn't give Yoda... That's why I like Yoda so much. They didn't give him enough to be what he was in the whole I movie underst- franchise. I understand like Yoda was in the original trilogy and they had to show him being there, right? Yep. But Yoda's like this great hero, this great character. He is like the best of the best of the Jedi, but I'm like, he ran. He ran away like a little bitch. And I don't like saying that about him. But he did. That's what's so weird about this character. That's what I said. No one knows. No one even knows about this character at all. I just know he was really, really, really cool, really, really good back then. He didn't really, really dice device to Quajon and everybody else. And now you have a scene like that, and you're like, that makes no sense, but... Oh, he's not your character in the story. It's a weird write-out, I think. Yeah. Let's write, uh, Let's talk about that blog. The no scene is silly as hell. Yes. It seems like you killed Padme. No! <laughs> hey, even here. <laughs> right? Great. Like, I feel like I did a bad job, but I know I see exactly how it sounded. You nailed it. <laughs> like, Somehow. It's... Don't know how. But I it, got you. It's so bad. Like I understand, like why, like somebody would be mad, but like I feel like he did that rip is up not the, the expression. He, he did rip up the whole entire room, but the no was just like he destroyed that entire fucking room. You got to see. You would have been power. better without words and him just destroying the room, he, right? That's why the writing's bad. <laughs> no, writing was very. I have one question: Why do they separate the twins? It doesn't make sense to me. That doesn't make sense to this day. Like, I understand they didn't you want have to, to with That's the original trilogy, but, like, the whole idea of, like, oh, they would be better off being separated. Like, no one knew she had twins. Yep. No one. No one knew that, like, they knew that she died. No one was looking after for Anakin's kids. They don't think Anakin had kids. Yep. Let alone twins. Yeah, that, that separation thing, like, maybe there's a reason they think too much darkness could have been created between the two and there's some other nonchalant. They could have explained that at least. They're like, nah, separate them. Right, away, right a better explanation of why. Like, I, I, sure, maybe like, hey. You take them, you take care of this he one. He finds one, he doesn't find both of them. Don't put your eggs in both baskets. But it's like, you're also separating, like, two children. children. But you know what? That's not, you know, that's not against the Jedi. They don't give a shit about families. <laughs> like, hey. Yeah, you exactly. Have, you have force powers. Boom. Problem solved. That's probably what they're thinking. This one has force powers. This one... Okay. Eh. Um, should I talk about Clone Wars finale just a little bit before we move into like the afterthoughts of the prequel as a whole? I think we save that for next time. Cause it's getting I, I, wanna, I just want to throw in the... Uh, throw in it really quick, yeah. So I really liked... I didn't watch any other Clone Wars. I've watched the whole series. Yeah. But I didn't watch any other Clone Wars except for the last three episodes, which ties directly into Revenge of the Sith. Because I wanted to I see... haven't watched that yet, so that's why you're ahead of me. That's what I said. You, haven't watched probably... it at all. you haven't watched it at all? No, I've watched it, but it's been a, oh. been a hot minute. It's... This is also peak Star Wars. Yeah, it's been a hot minute. Because Maul versus Ahsoka. The idea of like Ahsoka not being mentioned in like episode three, again, get it in real world because Ahsoka wasn't a thing then, right? Yep. 
It's just so weird when you think like this is canon events. You think Ahsoka would have been mentioned once, and I yeah. get like we all know why. Practically, yeah, you're not gonna put Ahsoka in there. It just seems weird now because it's like in the uh, the or sixty six and some of these other Jedi's we're finding nowadays too. It's kind of like, well, where in the fuck were they? <laughs> but it, <laughs> you know what I mean. But I really like the idea of like Maul coming back and him just being like, something's happening. You know, yeah. like. The Jedi are going to be destroyed. My master's making moves. I don't want to be... Like, I love that. Yeah. I'm like, this is fascinating. You're dealing with a scared character who is willing to murder and kill to get out of there. He's a... Like, a... He is a scared predator trapped in a corner by a bigger predator. And it is exciting to watch. Yes. Also, the fashion that it's motion captured with, like, highly detailed animation. Oh, God. It's, like, it's peak Star Wars. We'll have to get to that. We'll get to it. Um, and just epi- like Order 66 from Ahsoka's point of view, great. Yeah, I can't wait for it. Ahsoka, August 23rd, y'all. Afterthoughts. Or do you have any more movies about Revenge of the, uh, Revenge of the Sith before we get into this? Uh, no, I think we just go afterthoughts. I think you kind of cleared most okay. of Okay. Afterthoughts. Is the Republic a bad government? I mean, the more and more I watch these shows... The New Republic is fucking incompetent as hell. I think the Republic is... Uh, the, uh, uh, it, the whole government in Star Wars, I think, overall is not very structured. I think there's very sound people like Kawhi Jin and a lot of those people that, like, that's how the government and other worlds should be working. Well, it's, all re- like it's a Republic. I also CEO. think the Jedi is really weird, so... Like, their whole little cult thing is whack. We'll, we'll get in there. We'll get in there. Oh. But we're talking about the Republic itself. Because I feel like... They were easily manipulated. Yeah, that's where they're a bad government. But like, hey, we uh, this just um, Supreme Chancellor is not doing great. I vote for a note of no confidence. <gasps> and then like he's out. Yeah, that's it. Didn't take much. Like, wait, like that is not based on our government because our government takes forever to do shit. Well, our cancel culture doesn't know either, so... Well, cancel culture... It's like a 50-50 split. Cancel culture just doesn't make sense. I'm not for it, mostly. But when it makes sense, it, does, it, like, it doesn't happen. Ezra Miller, that we already mentioned. Yeah, the one that does make sense. Like, yeah, they're like, all right, that, one, that guy probably should, like, we should cut all ties. Hollywood should cut all ties. Nope, he's going to start on this movie. We spent too much money on it. I'm like, all right. Just the idea of, too, like, we... You know the um, chancellor is way past time. Like he was yep. the supreme chancellor for thirteen years, and he's like he's past time. He does like he doesn't need to be here anymore. Yeah, and like the I do like the whole day Jedi. Like oh something's happening. We he might be the Sith we're looking for. It's like no shit, man. <laughs> Have you yeah. seen him work? Have you seen him? <laughs> um, what's up about the Jedi? Oh boy! Because like the Jedi, we talked about them being like good versus evil, them being this really good character. Doesn't ever seem that way though. The Jedi seem incompetent, and also when you look at it in a different light, they take children away from families and tell the children not to feel emotions. Yeah, they basically take emotions out of people. They're a cult. They're a hundred percent a cult. And the way they interact with stuff, they don't take the logical approach. Like, what is the right thing to do in this moment? They're like. There's a few different characters that kind of go off the Jedi lore, like which is again you get the questions. Yeah. Yoda sometimes even says, "Yeah, I'll allow it," you know that kind of stuff. But generally, the whole council they make is like the Jedi. Whack. Is like, 
I get that they're, they're good and they're well intentioned. Mm-hmm. They're a well intentioned group, but they're very incompetent in the way they handle things yes. sometimes. And they very much turn into soldiers rather than knights, rather than questioning about what's the right thing to do. Yeah, like they're they try their best to be their best, but sometimes they don't always do our best. Kind of very, thing. Yeah, just that's what I think. Well, it's hard to tell. Like, would I ever be like, all oh, these people are evil? Send them, send them the evil side. Like, so, no, I think they mean well. It's just that they. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's, it's just different. It's, it's yeah, cultish. like I don't. If I had force abilities and the Jedi came as a child, but I knew everything I knew about the Jedi, I'm probably like, turning him down. I'm gonna say no. Yeah. Like, not that like the Sith is better, but like then again, like the way they talk about, we see everything from the Jedi perspective. All oh, the Sith are evil. It leads to the dark side of the Force. Okay, let's throw away the Sith aside because the Sith are evil, right? Yeah. They're malintention. We've seen what their uh, um, their empire, their government looks That's like. That's why I like the idea of a Mandalorian Jedi. But the the idea of like the dark side. Yeah. The Jedi call it the dark side because it's evil, right? Yeah. But really, like Qui Gon Jinn, I think has this like idea too. I think like he sees it this way. Like it's not really bad. It's just the other side of the coin. Yep. You know, like, there's the light and the dark. There's the Avatar perspective. You're the balance. Yeah. We should be the balance in the middle. And that's why I like, again, go back to the when we talked about the... Maybe Anakin, the whole... Let's talk about the prophecy, too. Because I feel like the prophecy never is actually fulfilled. Yep. Like, the prophecy doesn't make sense. You are the chosen one. You're the one who's supposed to bring balance to the Force. But he kind of did in the, like, the way of, like, no, he doesn't destroy the evil because the Jedi had it for thousands of years. The universe was imbalanced because light side was taking over. The Sith weren't a thing. Yep. And then the Sith came back, and he joined the Sith. Technically, if you think about it from a power standpoint, they did balance out the Force. Yep. He wiped out the massive amounts of light Force users. Yeah. And then his son killed him and like brought this balance of, hey, there's not a lot of Sith, there's not a lot of Jedi. Which, I mean, that's technically the prophecy, right? That's I think yeah. what they're going for, but... Yeah, that's why I like the idea of a more balanced Jedi, not someone that's so... That's why I like the idea of the Qui Gon story. The gray Jedis. Or, like, just... Yeah, the, the, the guy that character. takes, like, life, looks at it from both ways, and goes, here. But we'll see if that I happens. am young and... So, I Mandalorian Jedi would have been sick! Would have been. Grogu's still, could still be there. A thing. Come on, Grogu. You can do it, my buddy. The child, you got this. So, MVP, we already talked about this. Uh, we have Obi-Wan, Ian McGregor, MVP. Yep. Um, Definitely. I think Sidious is great, but should have been shown more. Yeah. He could have been. Anakin should have been, but wasn't. Oh, we didn't even talk about the the Wookiees. Oh. Yoda's little side quest, too. It's like, all right, does Yoda really need to know Chewbacca? Come on, George Lucas. We don't need to, like... Yeah, was, Yoda everything. was like as you said, like a character that they had at the beginning, so they put him in here. It seems like mm-hmm. it's still that smart, wise teaching character, but put him as an own side quest. Yoda was interesting in the in the prequels. I will say that if you, like he, was, that's what makes him so interesting too. Though is you have those movies, and you have him in the prequels, and you're like, huh, who is this guy? But anyway, yeah, yeah. So that's why he's so interesting. All right, I'll allow it. Final thoughts. Prequels. What would you do the prequels as a whole? 
two plus. I'm going to say three minus. As two a whole. plus, because as, as a whole. Hmm, I'd say three minus. Three. You're right. I'd probably go to a, a three minus. Three minus is a good. Because good. it's like, okay, it gets to somewhere good. It gets to somewhere good. It it's has like a, a really you, well lore build in it, like we're talking about. If we viewed it, the trilogy as its own movie, like a nine hour movie or whatever, six to nine hour movie, right? Yep. If we treat it as such, this movie is terrible in the beginning, terrible in the middle, but it's pretty good at the end. Yep. Like, those type of movies most people enjoy. Yes. And I'm like, that's why, that's why. The last movie carries it to a three minus. Otherwise, yeah, the last movie a, does carry it a lot. I get the two plus. There's not much difference between a two plus and a three minus. I'm like, no, it's still, it's still good, kind of. Yeah, it's enjoyable enough to rewatch and the watch it again. Makes and it still good. not be like it's not a movie I pick up and be like, "Oh, I'm watching that again." <laughs> and it's such a good lore build to it too. Like the whole story, like you said, if you put it all together, that's where I can get the two plus three minus range. The lore, and we'll talk about uh, we'll compare the sequels and the prequels because it's such an interesting fascination because it's um, the prequels are great at the lore, but not good at the acting or how they portray. The rest yep. of it. The writing's pretty bad. Whereas the sequels, the writing's not great. The writing's still not good. But the lore is like almost non-existent. Yes. But the it's action but the and action the CGI looks CGI. fucking amazing. But not CGI. For the time was... The practical effects look great. Blue, think of the time this mate was made too. Like That literally blew people's minds. It was great, but then the writing just uh, fell a little short. But still pretty good. Yeah. We'll get to, we'll get to we'll that one. All right, you want to do the outro? Since this is my show, we got to do the outro, right? <laughs> yeah, I might steal it. So might steal it if it's good enough. I, I might steal it. If it is good enough, you might steal it. Yep, it's pretty good. Is that, is that the outro? I don't have one. <laughs> I was trying to think of one, and I forgot I need to make it. You're welcome. You want me to take over and do the outro? No, we can just say, like, don't evolve me or something. Or, you need a catchphrase. <laughs> like, this is Don sign. Johnson. Oh, sorry. This is Mario. I'm signing off. It's a me. I'm Mario. I like it. Yeah, you can do your normal outro. <laughs> All right. Well, That was horrible, Jake. Next time we do a better <laughs> outro. Next time, do a better outro. All right, this was us. This is Don't Evolve Me. Don, a.k.a. Mario. Yay! The Star Wars dude. You got Jake, me, also Star Wars dude, and now just a guest on Don't Evolve Me is Don's taking over, apparently. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening. We're going to do more Star Wars in the future. Um, maybe in like a month we'll do the original. Yeah, do the original a month, a little less than a month. Yeah. That's what I think. We'll get back into it. We still got Ahsoka, too. Yeah, Ahsoka's coming up. We got to do that so, when it comes up. So uh, let's say before Ahsoka, we do that, and then talk about the start of what we anticipate for Ahsoka. There we go. So before August 23rd, y'all. We're doing it. We're Boom. Doing, we're doing it's the originals. We'll start watching the originals. Yeah, we'll just do the originals. Yeah. We'll, we'll leave Rogue One and Solo, and we'll do the shows together. That's what I was thinking. We'll do the sequels after that. Yeah, I agree. Um, those are like filler. Wait, do you want to do the the originals first or do you want to do solo rogue one originals first and then solo rogue one because they were made and then prequels and they kind of build up that together and then prequels the prequels one i'm excited excited to just rip into them i okay. don't know why 
or yeah, the sequels. Sequels, not prequels. Yeah, we were just we just the prequels. The prequels. Yeah, <laughs> prequels. I'm excited. The prequels. To do it. One more time to see how we think after <laughs> the originals. Sequels. All right, check us out on Don't Want Me the Facebook page. We're also on Threads. It's a thing. It's the new Twitter. We have Instagram, and we are also on YouTube with some videos with pictures or with video. Not this time of day. You can't see how beautiful I look, but next time you'll see Yeah, the sweat just really glows off of you. Oh, yeah, you can just see the shimmer and the gleam. (laughs) I am drenched. I feel like I've been in, like, outdoors in, like, Atlanta, Georgia. Yep, I'm going to turn the car in my EC. All the way up. And go home. (laughs) 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 All right. I might take a shower. Thank you all. Horrible. All right. Thanks, everyone. This is Don't Evolve Me. This is Don. This is Jake. We are out. Oh, oh.